me. Daniel chapter number 6, starting with verse number 1. The Bible says, It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom a hundred and twenty princes, which should be over the whole kingdom, and over these three presidents, of whom Daniel was first, that the princes might give accounts unto them, and the king should have no damage. The, then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes, because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set over the whole realm. Then the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could, uh, but they could find none occasion nor fault, forasmuch as he was faithful. Neither was there any error or fault found in him. Then said these men, We shall not find any occasion against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Then these presidents and princes assembled together to the king and said thus unto him, King Darius, live forever. All the presidents of the kingdom, the governors and the princes, the counselors and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition for any god or man for thirty days, save of thee, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions." Now, O king, establish the decree, and sign the writing, that it may be not changed, according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which altereth not. Wherefore, King Darius signed the writing and the decree. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, and his windows being open in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day, and prayed, and gave thanks before his God, as he did aforetime. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I'm thankful again for another opportunity to come into your house and to preach your word. Lord, I'm thankful that it, uh, on this day in this country that we're still able to come into your house and to preach your word. Uh, Lord, it is my greatest desire tonight that you, would, uh, that you would be glorified. Lord, that your word would work within the hearts of these church people and myself. Lord, that you would use me, although a weak vessel, Lord, that you would uh, use me and, and give me the words to speak uh, and help me to convey this message in a way in which the Holy Spirit can work in the hearts of these people. Lord, we ask you to please uh, be with our pastor and his wife while they're away. Keep them safe. Let them be able to enjoy this time of peace together, Lord. We ask all these things in the name of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. What I want to spend just a few moments on tonight... Um, is dealing with living a life devoted to God. If you look at Daniel and his life throughout the book of Daniel, you can see uh, that Daniel was a man that was devoted to God in, in different ways. Um, I want to look at a couple of these things. You know, uh, if you could tell the average person that you could uh, that you could give them the key to victory, they would want to hear that. Or if you told them that you could give them the key to peace, they would want to hear that, or, or happiness. Uh, I believe in the life of a believer that the key to all of those things is by uh, living a devotional life with God, uh, a life in which we're in tune with God, uh, in, which, in which we are uh, listening to what God would have for us, uh, and that we're aware of it and know it and living in it. Um, and so I just want to spend a few minutes going over that this morning, uh, looking at Daniel and his life and how we can reflect that in our own life on how we can gain from that uh, to have God work in our own life. So uh, the first thing that I want us to notice uh, is there again in verse number uh, 1 through 3 where it talks about Daniel 
uh, being a president, you can read back through it if you would like to, um, it mentions that there were three presidents and multiple princes as well. Um, and Daniel was the top president of all of them. He was over all of them, all of the princes. Uh, he was the one that was desired the most. Um, I want us to note that Daniel was devoted to God with his time, uh, regardless of his circumstance. Uh, we're all in different circumstances tonight. Uh, some of us are. Uh, some of us have job troubles. Uh, some of us are in great uh, in a great position right now with our jobs. Uh, some of us have health issues. Some of us are in a great position with our health. Uh, we're all in different circumstances in our life. Yet, it's important that we note that regardless of where we are in life, that we look for the opportunity that lies within that circumstance to bring God glory and to fulfill His will at that moment. I believe a lot of times that when something happens in the life of a believer, I, actually I believe every time that something's going on in the life of the believer, uh, that there is, a, there is a way in which God can be glorified in that if we seek for that, in that opportunity. Um, if we're, if we're uh, heaven-minded, if, we, uh, if we're thinking about uh, eternity and, and lost souls and we're looking and we're paying attention... Uh, regardless of what's going on in our life, we can see what God would have us to do and which would lead lost souls to be saved and which would bring God glory. Daniel was a man that he was held in very high regard. Uh, his circumstance was that he was a very important person. Um, and this got him in a... Uh, I won't say it got him in trouble. I, I guess the, the devil came down on him and put some people in his life to try to harm him. Um, but, you know, regardless of the circumstance that Daniel was in, in being in, in charge, you know, it says that he still prayed. He still went back to, to where he lived. He would still bow down. He would still spend time in prayer with God. Um, it's important that regardless of where we are, that we maintain a prayer life. You know, it's easy to pray during the difficult times. It's easy to pray when we're, when we're down or something tragic has just happened. Uh, that's oftentimes when lost people seek out God, is the, the difficult times in life. And it is so easy, and this is from my own personal experience of times in which we, uh, we get up on the mountain uh, and, and things are going good and, and then we start to slack off in Bible study or slack off in our prayer life. And that is so dangerous for a believer to do. As soon as we start doing that, Satan, uh, he moves in knowing that that's the time uh, to make his move to bring us down and to harm us. And so we need, to, we need to be vigilant of whatever circumstance we're in to remember that God has his work in it and to be looking for that. So Daniel's time was devoted to God even when he was in the circumstance, which his was a good circumstance of his position. Um, but also he was devoted to God with his time uh, regardless of how convenient it was for him. Um, you notice that it says Daniel didn't just pray one time a day. He prayed three times a day. Now imagine a man being in his position, having that kind of time. My guess is this. He probably didn't have that kind of time. He probably didn't have that, uh, that kind of time to actually be able to uh, take the time to go and pray and, and spend with God three times uh, a day. Uh, but yet he did it anyway. And how oftentimes we think to ourselves, Lord... Uh, I, I wish that I was a better Christian in this area or that area. But in reality, most of the times, and maybe this is myself and, and I'm just preaching to myself here, but uh, it seems like a lot of those times we could do better in those areas, but we, we worry about the things that are so foolish, so temporal, 
uh, so uh, worried about work, worried about life, the things that, that uh, Satan throws at us. Uh, those are distractions, and those are meant to take our eyes off of God. Um, so we must look at Daniel and remember that regardless of how convenient it was for him, uh, he wanted to serve God with his life. He, he wanted to seek God with his prayer life. He wanted to have that devotional time. Um, you know, probably one of the most difficult battles that I have right now is making sure that I have a good balance of time that I spend with the Lord and time with my family. Um, no surprise, I have a young family. Uh, I want to be involved in that. You know, I, I want to... You know, when I come home, the first thing I see is Levi and Adelaide running up to me and, and wanting me to hold them and spend time with them. And and I love that. And if I'm not careful, I'll put them above time that I spend with the Lord. And that's wrong, too. Uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's so important that we set time aside. You know, uh, whether it be in the morning, whether it be in the evening, we ought to spend time every single day, not just when we sit down to pray, or, I'm sorry, not just when we sit down to eat, uh, not just uh, a, a quick prayer here and there, although those are great and beneficial and, and we ought to pray all the time, but we ought to have certain times set aside that we're actually spending with God, seeking God's face, ask, uh, asking uh, God for help, uh, bringing our petition to Him uh, so He can lead us and He can help us even at times that it's not convenient in our life. Serving God is never a convenient thing. Um, any of you here right now, I believe you're all here. Most everybody's checked in. Um, it's not convenient all the time to show up to church. Uh, you know, sometimes we don't feel good. Um, sometimes we just don't feel like it. Uh, the flesh just doesn't want us to. But isn't it a great blessing when you do it anyway? And you see how God blesses uh, your devotion to Him. You know, it's not always convenient to put your flesh in a potentially embarrassing position to give the gospel to somebody, to ask them if they've ever been saved and to try to lead them to Christ. Um, but what a great reward it is, even though it's inconvenient, to do it anyway and see that maybe God was dealing with that person, that they were under conviction and that they were tender and ripe and ready to, to be led to Christ. Um, we must be focused on that and, and vigilant of that, uh, that we not be too caught up in what is and what is not convenient. Um, Thirdly, I want us to also notice that Daniel was devoted to God in his time regardless of the consequence. Um, if you look again in verse number 10, the last thing that it says is that he gave thanks before his God uh, as he did aforetime. Uh, Daniel knew of the decree. It says that he knew that it had been signed. He was aware of what could happen to him. But he was more focused on doing God's will in his life than he was pleasing man or even pleasing himself by trying to avoid danger. I wonder how many Christians today that if their life was truly in danger, and let me tell you, I know we, should, we like to read the Daniel and the lion's den story to the young people and the little kids. Uh, those were real lions. <laughs> that was a real den of lions that Daniel was put in. His life was really in danger, yet he, he got on his knees anyway he bowed his head and he prayed to God anyway. I wonder how many Christians today would really, in the face of losing their life, still stand up for Jesus Christ. Still do it knowing that they, uh, that they could uh, have the consequence of losing their life. 
I don't know if any of you have ever read before any accounts or old testimonies of, of years ago. I have, and, and I suggest you all do it. I think that it will encourage you uh, to live more for the Lord. It has me. So many people, even young people, teenagers, that, that were so devoted to the Lord that they had no care for their, for their own life but just to do the will of God, just to see Christ glorified. Yet, our focus, it seems so oftentimes that as long as we're faithful to church uh, and we're faithful to some of the events and to participate, that we're doing everything that we ought to, we ought to be seeking God and asking God for His leading and His guidance every day and not worry about the consequences that could come. Listen to me, I'll tell you right now, the road that we're on right now, there's going to be consequences. It was just a few years ago that Brother Toby would preach and say, uh, there could come a day when they could come in here and arrest me for preaching against homosexuality or against abortion. Listen, people's getting arrested for, for refusing uh, marrying of homosexuals and things. We're in that today now. Uh, things have progressed. We have to be steady and, and firm and set in our foundation of our uh, biblical principles uh, regardless of what the outcome may be and be set in it. Uh, I believe it was uh, John R. Rice that says that they never burnt a casual Christian at the stake. Uh, and that is the truth. Uh, it, it was only those that were truly devoted to God. So we see that Daniel was devoted to God in his time. But I want us to notice, secondly, that he was devoted to God uh, in his ability. Uh, Daniel had a reputation. If you've read back through the book of Daniel, you'll see that Daniel was the one oftentimes called upon for prophecy when there were times that, uh, that nobody else could uh, explain a vision or a dream. Um, it was Daniel that was called in. He was a man that was, uh, that was devoted to presenting prophecy at this time. Uh, prophecy was, was the uh, clearly giving what the Word of God was or the will of God of what was going to happen. Uh, we ought to be able to do the same. We ought to clearly be able to present uh, the gospel to people and uh, we ought to have that as, uh, in, our, in our back pocket as one of our abilities that we have for the Lord, and we ought to be devoted to doing that. Um, leading the lost to Christ, I would, I would do a, ask for a raise of hands, but I, I won't do that. Um, but I will ask you to ask yourself, has anybody in here, and I'm not asking you to raise hands, has anybody in here uh, led someone to Christ before? And if you have not, why? What's keeping you from it? What's it? You have the if you have been born again, you have the ability to be able to give the gospel, to be able to tell someone that Christ loves them, to be able to lead them so that they can enter into the salvation of Jesus Christ just to, as you have done. We all have that ability, so we ought to make sure that we are devoted to the Lord so that we can use that ability. Uh, it's like I have said before, if we uh, seek opportunities from God, God will put those opportunities there. If we ask the Lord regularly to put lost people in front of us, I don't think He's going to refuse that. I think He'll put opportunities in front of us and people in front of us so that we'll be able to lead them. So Daniel, he, was, he had the ability of presenting prophecy or the Word of God, and he was devoted to that, to that ability. He was also devoted to uh, presenting power, the power of God in his life. Let's look at verse number 22. Bible says, My God hath sent his angel. Now, this is Daniel speaking after he was out of the lion's den, uh, or when he was in the lion's den, speaking to uh, King Darius. He says, My God hath sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouths, 
that they have not hurt me. Now, that's the power of God that kept that from happening. The, the mouth of the lions that no doubt had any other man been thrown in there uh, would have consumed them. The mouths of those lions were shut by the power of God. Uh, Daniel did not have that ability himself, but God had that ability. And because of Daniel's devotion to him, that ability was expressed through God in doing that miracle. Um, there's great and wonderful things that God is willing to do in your life and in my life if we are truly devoted to His will, if we are completely and wholly given over uh, to, to God, then He'll do great and wonderful things in our life. How many, times have, and I, and how many times has there been that you've been down and out or you've been in great need and cried out to God and God's come through? I mean, so many times God would, God, God would and God will come through, but it's a matter of devotion. Let me tell you, a Christian that's not living how God expects them to, that's out of God's will, he's not going to receive those blessings. Uh, he's saved and he's sealed, but he won't receive those wonderful blessings that God's willing to give. I so oftentimes try to preach to our teenagers and tell them that if they'll, get, if they'll have a life that's given to God, they'll receive great blessings from God. They'll see God open doors in ways they could never imagine. How oftentimes has there been that we have... Uh, we've seen God move in a way that we desired, but it moved in a way that we never could have imagined. That things came about in a way that only God could have done. And that's simply by the power of God and by, by accessing the power of God. And that ability comes through our devotion to God. So we see that Daniel, he, he was devoted in his ability to presenting prophecy, um, to also presenting the power of God in his life. But I'll also say that Daniel was devoted to presenting uh, his testimony. Each and every one of us that are saved have a salvation testimony, uh, and I love that testimonies are so different. You know, the, uh, it, it seems like it's always such a joy. Um, now, this is coming from somebody that was saved as thir at 13 years old. I want some hardened criminal on drugs or anything like that. But can I tell you, I love so much to hear testimonies of people that were just so down in the world, so consumed by sin, and Christ swung in there and saved them out of that. Christ loves us all and will save any of them, but the reason that I love that so much is that it shows so great how, how powerful God is to be able to save somebody in such a terrible condition. Uh, Daniel had a reputation. His testimony followed him. Uh, everyone knew who Daniel was, and it was his testimony that got him, uh, made him become a target of the other presidents and princes to have him thrown into the lion's den. We ought to have the same kind of testimony in our own lives, in the workplace and in our neighborhood and among even our friends and even our family. Listen, I've got family members that when it comes to drinking alcohol... They already know the answer when it comes to me. I've already had to give the answer years ago. I don't drink alcohol. Drinking alcohol is a sin, and that's my position. Uh, so they don't ask me anymore. That's, that's my testimony with them. They, they know that. Uh, you know, the same, go, same thing goes with using bad language and other things. We, we have a testimony in which we can bring with us, and that testimony shows our devotion to God. Uh, somebody that you, that you know that claims to be a Christian, and we all know them, uh, people that claim to be a Christian, yet they still continue to, uh, to use bad language and to do things that they shouldn't and to participate in things that they know are wrong and that they know are sin, 
They have no kind of testimony that expresses Jesus Christ. Therefore, I think it's safe to say that at that point in time in their life, they're not very devoted to Jesus Christ or God in their life. So, uh, Daniel, he was devoted to God in his time. He was devoted to God uh, in his ability. But let me say lastly, he was also devoted to God just with his life in general. You know, Daniel, he sought God. Uh, If there's one thing that is definite about Daniel is that uh, he desired to do the will of God in his life. Even when Daniel was a young man and he was brought in uh, uh, to Babylon, he, he desired to do the will of God for his life over what anybody else would have. Um, God God is not hiding from us. And, and God is just as powerful as He has always been. We still have that ability to access Him, uh, to ask for His help and for His power in our lives. But it's a matter of seeking Him. The Bible says that if we draw nigh unto Him, that He'll draw nigh unto us. Um, it, takes, it takes our effort to seek after Him, uh, for Him to return and to show us things. Um, our life would be so much greater blessed if we did that and our church would be as well. Um, if we had a, as a church, and this is not something that I feel that we fail in, of course, if I did think it, who cares? It's just my opinion. Um, but I feel that we do a great job of seeking the will of God in, in each and every individual thing that we do. And I tell you, that's why our church is blessed. Uh, when we when we uh, consider doing uh, doing something or making changes. Uh, oftentimes there will be a handful of men or a handful of people that will be over it, that will consider it, and that will pray over it, that will discuss it, that will seek God about it. It's seeking after God that will bring in blessings in our life and seeing how God wants things done. Um, so many churches, they do things the way that they think it should be done, and it turns out being the man-made, uh, the man-made way um, of doing church. I was actually working in a church today that... Uh, they had all kind. They had the whole shebang, you know, the lights and the cafe and all, you know, all the cool stuff. And uh, you know, you can't help but think that churches like that are they really seeking after the will of God? Are they really seeking to see God do major things within their community, their area, and to save souls, or are they focused on something else? So Daniel, he sought God, but I'll say also that Daniel feared God. Um, I'd mentioned earlier that even when Daniel had come in. As a young man, uh, when Daniel was young and he came in, he feared the consequence um, of what could happen to not live for God. Um, you see that uh, if you if you read back to the beginning of Daniel, you can see where uh, that some of the other young men had had eaten the king's meat, and, and he had avoided uh, doing that because he knew uh, what would happen in in return for doing those things. He feared God with his life. Can I say that God greatly uh, loves us, but we ought to have a very special reverence for God, a very special respect for God, knowing that He is He is a God of love, but He, he is Almighty God. He is the Creator. And we ought to have that respect for Him and that fear of Him, uh, knowing of His power and what He could do. So many people of different ages save people, uh, have not feared God as they should. They've gone off and they've lived life how they wanted to, and God's plucked them out and took them, uh, taken them home. Um, the, there has to be that fear of God, knowing that our life is literally in His hand, and that at any moment He could He could take that life if He desired to. Uh, uh, again, this this morning as I was driving to work. Um, there was a wreck on Alcoa Highway, and I saw that car, and it was just, I don't know if the person lived or not, but, it, I mean, it was smashed in. 
And it was a car that had just gone right across the median, head-on collision. Just, just like that, went across. And I thought to myself, you never know. You never know. I mean, it just in a split second, it could happen. And it's only by the grace of God. So we ought, we ought to fear God. Daniel feared God. We ought to fear God. And I'll say lastly, Daniel loved God. The reason Daniel did what he did is because he loved God. He had a great love for God. Uh, he saw that God greatly loved him. And he just desired to give his life to him. He just desired to be wholly devoted to God because he loved him. Uh, can I say that those times that you get alone and that you read your Bible and that you pray... Isn't it wonderful that you can feel the Holy Spirit? You feel God just wrap His arms around you. You just feel like you you don't want anything other than just go to heaven and be with the Lord right there. Uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing um, to know the love of God. And, and, uh, and I hope that you do know, know that God loves you tonight and, and, uh, and are experiencing that in your life. So in closing, I, I'll say this. Consider, consider your position before the Lord. Consider how devoted you are. Uh, to God right now in your life. Maybe you're devoted in your time, but maybe you're not as devoted as you should be in your ability. Or maybe you're given your ability, but maybe when you're alone at times that you're not taking advantage of that alone time and that prayer time and that devotional time of reading as you should. So I encourage you to do that tonight.